ערב שבת שלום, ערב פרשת ויצא, here in Israel, there is a, בעזרת השם, it's going to be hostage exchange today, התפילות והפרעות are with the families, with the hostages, with those that remain, with the families of those that remain behind, with our soldiers, Hashem should protect them, and bring about peaceful and speedy, safe resolution for Am Yisrael and for all of mankind. Parashat Vayetzei Yaakov Avinu leaves Be'er Sheva, Vayetzei Yaakov Me'er Sheva Vayelech Harana, and then the Torah tells us he reaches the Makom, Vayivga B'Makom, He reaches the place, Makom Haramoriyah, Rashi brings. And there he takes stones, and he places them around his head, and there he rested. There he went to sleep. And he has a dream. And behold, he has a dream. A ladder that is rooted in the ground, and the head of the ladder, the top of the ladder reaches the heavens, and celestial beings, angels of God, are ascending and descending on it. And then, and behold, God is standing over him, and he tells Yaakov Avinu a prophecy, I am the Lord, your God, the God of Abraham, your forefather, the God of Yitzchak, the land, Eretz Yisrael, Yerushalayim, Asher Ata Shochev Aleha, that you are lying on it, Lechait Nenor Lezarecha, I shall give it to you, I will bequeath it to you, and to your descendants. In the previous Pasuk, Rashi, understands, and brings a Masorah of Chazal, that teaches the following, It says that when he went to sleep, and he placed those stones around his head. So it says, He placed it like a fence around his head, because he was fearful from wild animals. The stones started to argue between themselves. זאת אומרת, עליי יניח צדיק את ראשו. This stone said, I want the tzaddik to place his head on me. וזאת אומרת, עליי יניח. And the other ones argued, we want the tzaddik to rest his head on us. מיד עשען הקדוש ברוך הוא אבן אחת, the Holy One blessed he made us into one stone, he made them into one stone. And this is what it says, ויקח את האבן, In the singular, later on the Pasuk says when he wakes up, Asher Samir Oshotav, that he placed from around his head. Now fascinatingly enough, uh, based on this, learns the Maral. In Gurarye, on the right-hand side of the first source, and we're going to go into Amara B'liezer just afterwards, the term... that, uh, that uh, Yaakov Avinu describes 
the place in which he has that dream as a Beit Elohim, a house of God, referring to Har HaMoriah, Yerushalayim, Mekom HaMikdash, the place of the temple, and commenting on this specific Midrash, Agadah, that Rashi brings, so he says the following, Says the Maharal that we have a Midrash, we have a Masorah that a Kodesh Baruch who folded all of Eretz Yisrael under him. The Imlo can, but if not so, my Haaretz Asher Atashochev How could he then say, Hashem say to him in the prophecy, the land on which you lie, I will give it to you, I will bequeath it to you and to your seed. The Ma'irevuta. Because what uniqueness in there, what special statement is there if you telling him I'm going to give you the land that you're lying on? Because what's that spot of land got to do with anything? That specific little strip slither of land that is a you know four by four. What is that? That that is gonna that's what a Baruch Hu says I'm gonna give you? Vyeshmakshin, and there are those who ask, How can you say that Akadosh Bokh took all of Eretz Israel, placed it under where he lay, and then he said to him, The land on which you're lying, that place on which you're lying that includes all of Eretz Israel, that is what I'm going to bequeath to you and to your descendants. That's not a question, Bichlan says the Mara. Because you need to understand. That spiritually speaking, Eretz Yisrael is 400 parsa, which is a measurement on 400 parsa. Says the Maharal, here you have to understand that the Yesod, the principle of 400 is four, and the, that's the foundation, that's the root, that's the basis. And everything in the world goes into four. There are four corners of the earth. There are four elements. Everything is four. Four directions. And what HaKadosh Baruch Hu was saying, when Hashem said what He said, that piece of land that you are dwelling on, that you are lying on it, I will give it to you. And then he folded it up. When you fold something, there are four corners. And then he had 400 parsa on 400 parsa. It is the foundation of four corners of the world. And then he said, the world, that you are lying on, and without this, it's not even difficult, we can understand, and I'm not going to extend on it. In other words, the Maharal learns here something quite profound. It's not just Eretz Israel that is inherited to Yaakov Avinu and his descendants, but the four corners of the earth. 
The Holy One, blessed be He, created the world with certain principles, certain elements, certain foundations. These four foundations were folded up and placed under Yaakov Avinu's head and he was told, you and your descendants, I will bequeath you this earth, this land, this, this world. Yaakov Avinu wakes up after the dream and he says the following. He says, he was filled with awe and he said how awe striking is this place Yaakov Vinu says this must be the place of the house of God and this is the gate of heaven that's the inspiration that's the impact Says Mara, we're looking on the left hand side now of the page. Amara Beliezer, Piresh ki Beit Elokim inon emar ela al Beit Hamikdash. Rabbeliezer taught that the Beit Elokim is only referred to the Beit Hamikdash. Vahachamai Beit Elokim. And here, how could the Akov Avinu use this term, the House of God? Ika. Vetiretz. Amara Beliezer. And the explanation is that Rabbeliezer is saying that Yaakov Avinu sees. The house of God as the temple. And the house of God shall be al hashipua, shall be on the curve. Because that is the place which is parallel to the house of God. Because that is the house of God. And what the Major says that his feet were standing in Be'er Sheva when he said this. Yaakov Avinu was standing in Be'er Sheva, he leaves Be'er Sheva, and he struck the place of the Beis Amigdash. The house of God, there he dwelt. Now here's the question of the Maharal. Kedusha. This ladder must have been a long ladder, says the Maharal. So which part of the ladder was the Kedusha, was the holiness that Yaakov Avinu speaks about, this Beit Elokim, this Shara Shamayim, this gate of heaven? Is it the top? Is it the bottom? Is it the middle? What's the importance of the middle of the ladder? Ika. Rashi seems to be of the opinion that the house of God should be in the middle of the of the ladder. Neged Beit Hashem Shlemala ki bezeofen ayasulam natun b'shave ben Beit Hashem Shlemala or ben Beit Hashem Shlemata. Maral teaches on the following principle that this statement of Rabbi Yezer understands that there is a world above, there is a world below. There is a Yerushalayim Shlemala, there is a Yerushalayim Shlemata. There is an upper Jerusalem, a lower Jerusalem. There is an upper temple and a lower temple. An upper Beit Elohim, a lower Beit Elohim. An upper Beit HaMikdash and a lower Beit HaMikdash. At what point, asks Rashi, is the lower Beit Elohim a reflection of the upper Beit Elohim? Where in the ladder? He says it must be in the middle. 
This ladder was very long. It spanned from Be'er Sheva all the way to Haran. It's a long ladder. And in the middle, there's a P'giyah, there's a Makom. And there in the middle, that Makom becomes the Beit Elohim and the Shah Shamayim, the gate to heaven. Says the Ma'aral, Shimayarash Tzurosh HaSulam Neged Beit Hashem, Mayaomed Atchalatu Salam Lamata. If we said that the bottom of the ladder was the place which was parallel to the house of God in heaven, and that's where the house of God should be here on this earth, we would have been so far from the house of God. And if the feet of the ladder were in the base of Mikdash, you can't have it in base. If the place that Beit Hashem, the Beit Elohim, needs to be is Haramoriah, if you're in Be'er Sheva, you're miles away. If you're in Haran, you're miles away. The ladder needs to be between the two of them. And the house of God that is above needs to reflect the house of God below, and the house of God below must reflect the house of God above. The only way this could work is to say that it would be in the middle. Because one side distances itself from the other, but if you're in the middle, each side is equidistant. And it was halfway through the ladder so that they could be equidistant from each other. Here it was an equal distance between each part of that ladder. And there in the very middle of the ladder, it was the Beit Elohim. Kemoshi Raui, like it merits Kiasulam, because this ladder, Ayalalot, min Beit Hashem shel Mata, this ladder needed to be the connecting force, the connecting ladder, the connecting bridge between the lower house of God and the upper house of God. The Beit Hashem shel Mala, and min Beit Hashem shel Mala, and the upper house of God, laredet lamata, so you could descend. And the ladder needs to be between the two of them, equidistant. That's the opinion of Rashi, says the Maharal. According to Rashi, he needs to be in the middle of the ladder, but also in the place where the ladder begins to bend. Because the ladder is placed on earth and it's the the head of the ladder is in heaven to teach us ki olam atachton the lower world kashur ba'elyonim is connected to the upper world va'olam ashmaimim va'olam ashamaima and the heavenly world kesulam azeh like this ladder sheesh madregot ba just like this ladder has steps levels ken yesh madregot min ha'aretz ad ha'shamaim there are levels that separate and that we need to ascend between earth and heaven. Vehine and behold, it wasn't standing equidistant. To teach us something very profound and very deep. And this is it. Because the celestial beings, the Beit Elohim of heaven, is on a higher madriga, on a higher level, a higher step than the lower Beit Elohim, than the lower house of God and the lower beings. That's why 
the steps of the ladder were there for the lower creatures to ascend to the Elyonim, to the upper creatures. And the upper creatures, the upper heavenly celestial beings that were more elevated than the lower creatures and the lower beings amongst the human beings like you and I. Because there is a huge distinguished, there is a huge difference between them. There's no difference in species, but they're very different from one another. That's why there is a way of ascending this ladder. But they're not equidistant and it's not equal. From side to side. That can show the difference between the two, the two parts, the two components, the upper and the lower. Because the raising of the lower creatures and the lower beings through those that are the upper beings. In the way that they are distinguished, they are different. The Beit HaMikdash is the place of the congregation of the Shekhinah, the Divine Presence. It is there that man comes to serve God. It has both sides. It has a reference to the upper beings and lower beings. In it, in the Beit Elohim, in the house of God, the house of the Shekhinah, they are equal. And the upper creatures cannot say, this is ours, because human beings have permission to go, but it's really meant for us. But also, human beings cannot say it's ours. And there's no room here for celestial upper beings. Because this is the house of God, the temple of God. That's why the house of God must stand and be paralleled to where the ladder, the middle of that ladder begins to bend. Because, says the Maharal, this ladder is the exchange, it's interchangeable between the upper beings and the lower beings. It belongs to the upper beings as much as it belongs to the lower beings and vice versa. It goes from side to side. But the house of God, Kalul Mishneem, is inclusive of both. And therefore it must be in the middle of that ladder. Therefore, it is true that it is appropriate that the base Amigdash is in the middle of that ladder where it begins to bend. And this is supported by the statement of those upper holy beings. What we call as the, the, the angels of God. Rabbanan. The Perekama, the Ketubot, in the first chapter of Masechet Abut, they said, Gadol Maaseh Tzadikim, Yotem Maaseh Shamaim Vaharetz. This Chazal teach a very powerful statement. The deeds of human Tzadikim, of human righteous people, is greater than heavens and earth. De'ilu Shamaim Vaharetz nivra biyad achat. Because heaven and earth were created with one hand, as it says, Af yadi yasda aretz. It says, 
My hands have created and established the earth, and my right hand, my right hand at the same time developed the heavens. When it comes to the temple, it says, It says, The temple of God is established through your handiwork. And through here they taught because the upper beings are separate from one another. And they separate from one another. Because they are separate from one another. The upper beings are separate. There are different types of upper beings. It's not homogeneous. The celestial beings, angels, the angelic beings are different layers and different levels. That's why the upper worlds were created, the heavens were created with the right hand, and the earth, Nivret Biyad Small, was created with the left hand. Because just the mention of a hand, says the Maral, is the left hand. Just like you can change sides between right and left. But the right, the right is better, stronger. So too, the upper beings, the celestial beings are different from us. They're the same, but they're stronger. They're more significant, perhaps. But the house of God, they're created with both hands, the left and the right. Because it is inclusive in it, within it of everything. And it is there that heaven fuses earth, the upper beings are fused with the lower beings. And that's why it's created with their two hands. We'll stop here for now, Bezrat Hashem. I wish you Shabbat Shalom and Besorot Tovot. May we always merit to fuse heaven and earth. Beit Hashem, Beit Elokim. And together, Bezrat Hashem, we will merit to see the rebuilding of the Beit Hashem and the Beit Elokim, even if it's under the Shipua of the Sulam, the Emtza of the Sulam, where the upper beings and the lower beings are equal and brought together to serve Shechem Echad, together, the Holy One, blessed be. Shabbat Shalom.